ACAST. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So, my buddy. Yeah, my, my buddy. That's my buddy. <laughs> my buddy <laughs> and me. Yeah. Oh, we're oh, singing I'm, on the show now. That's what we're I'm, doing. I'm, I'm, Welcome into Missing the Points. I am Hollywood Ray, Rayshawn Buchanan, with my guy, Money Mike. Mike Angelo, what's up, man? How you doing? It's been a minute, man. I was going to say, it's been a long time, my friend. I think the last time we were on where it was after the we beat the Bills uh, in Buffalo, right? That was the last time you yeah, were on the show? Yeah, that's in it. And everything went downhill, uh, especially for us since then, man. Yeah, so. I was going to say, <laughs> shit falls apart, but we're not on the air, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, or I listen. I, I I thought you know Joe got on me because I thought it was I, I felt like a loss, and it did because it's just like you had to dominate the opponent. We talked about that when we when we all came together uh, the following week. But yeah, that 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 was rough. But you know we're, we're past that, past the home. You know there there was a really 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 great football uh, this this last weekend. So we're going to get into that. So you know let let's just jump right into that. So you know what what were your thoughts uh, after divisional weekend? I mean, honestly, uh, I, I walked away from uh, from last weekend thinking two things. One, I was right, still right about about the Titans and and that team, and uh, Brady, at forty four years old, orchestrated one of the one of the best comebacks. If he, if he had never done what he did before in his career, one of the best comebacks that I'd ever seen. And you know, just his his dumb dumbass head coach screwed him uh but i think right about the titans right about aaron Rodgers, and we still know who tom brady is so that those are my takeaways obviously i thought that the bengals i think that's the story that that's a great story uh and it's fun to have a couple of different teams in the in the championship i think this is the first time since 2010 that aaron Rodgers or tom brady are not playing uh, in cha- on championship sunday so that's that's wild yeah, I think, you know, uh, to, you know, I always got to bring basketball into it. I think that's how people looked at Shaquille O'Neal. Like, there was, like, something, some stat with him. Like, there's a teammate of his that's been in the finals, like, the last 30 years. I think that stopped when LeBron didn't go a few years ago. So, yeah, it's it's it's, it's crazy how, how how that happens. But, I mean, I we got to start with Bills and Chiefs. Like, that, it, it, was, it was just crazy how that game unfolded. So, you know, the question I got to ask you was, you know, was that the best game you've ever seen? <laughs> well... Okay, so the best game? No, I still think twenty to three is the best game that I've ever seen. But this was 
the I've never like the final two minutes of a football game. It's what you brought up basketball. The final two minutes of a basketball game can take hours, right? And it's just boring. This was the opposite of that. Uh, Just two heavyweights going back and forth, trading blows. And you just knew, I mean, or I, I did, I I didn't think that the bills were going, were going to do it. I, 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 I still have such faith in, in Patrick Mahomes in Kansas city that when he needs to ball out, he still can. Uh, and but but from a Patriots fan, fan perspective, that was the greatest non-Patriots game I, I've seen in a, in a very long time. And we learned what I think we already knew, but we didn't want to accept it. We are light years away from being able to compete with with those two teams. So we're not the class of the AFC anymore. Yeah, no, that that's that's fair. Yeah, and like you said, as a past fan, like we have to, we have to take out, we have to come out that prism because obviously we've seen so many great games in in, in this fan base uh, the last twenty years. Even 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 before them, there were some great games, obviously. But yeah, I mean, listen, to go back and forth like that, Josh Allen was sensational. You know, like I said, I gotta I gotta be on that soapbox. Me and Craig talked about this when we started the show. Uh, you know, back in twenty twenty, we mentioned that Josh Allen was the guy going forward, and you know. People just wasn't believed. Even people that was listening to us was like, no, like, guys are crazy. It's like, no, like, he showed in his rookie year. Like, I remember that game, <clears throat> excuse me, after, uh, I think it was against Minnesota, when he, like, he, like, leapfrogged the guy to get a first down. And I was like, oh, shit, like, if he ever figures it out throwing and running at the same time, like, it's going to be his division. And that's what's happened. Stephon Diggs was nowhere to be found. So I guess, you know, there was back-to-back weeks that, you know, someone named Diggs just wasn't available. Uh, sorry, Bobby, love you. Uh, but <laughs> just saying, just saying, but uh, it's like, damn, but it's it's like he was talking all that shit about him being the best wide receiver and, you know, so much rhetoric was being spewed and you were on a, on a, on a milk carton. You was missing. Like it, it's, it's unbelievable. But I mean, listen, Gabe, Gabe Davis. Yeah. Yeah. If, if you don't know now, you know, <laughs> you know, can't finish the rest of that. Cause you know, we're wrong, <laughs> but it's like, yeah, can't finish the rest of that. But, if you don't know now, you know about number 13, Gabe Davis. Uh, he would have been the MVP of the game. But it's funny, the number 13 ended up playing a significant part of it. Anyways, it just wasn't that number 13. But uh, speaking of that, because it only took 13 seconds for them to get into uh, overtime, which is fucking insane. You know, does does the OT rules need to change in your opinion? Well, before I answer that, what would, what do you change? Like, what? The Bills voted against. They were the one of the only teams in the league uh, that voted against uh, the, the what the current iteration of overtime. Mm-hmm. So now, now are they going to cry because the th- the change that they didn't even want, uh, you know, to to make it more fair for overtime. It was it's it's now not fair for them. I, I just don't know what you, there shouldn't be ties for sure, but you know, you you have a number one defense scoring defense in the league this year. Stop them, right? Just stop them. That's all you have to do, or, or hold them to a field goal, and then use your use your offensive firepower and drive down the field and score a touchdown. I, I truly don't, the only thing that I would change about overtime rules uh, would be the ties, and that's in the regular season. I don't think. I mean, I, I don't think that they need to change it. I mean, do you? And what would you have them do? I mean, to me, I, I think it would be cool to maybe shorten or bring it back down to 10 minutes, right? Bring it out 10 minutes. 
and you have each team have that possession. Like if you scored and they, they have a chance to come and score, like I just in college, right? I, I think that to me is more exciting. Clearly, I think to me, the way Josh Allen, the way, the way those guys were playing on Sunday, there's no doubt in my mind Josh Allen would have tied that game immediately after. Like that, if the, the rhythm was just there, the cadence was there. And, you know, how ironic because, you know, the old, the old school Buffalo Bills office was called the K-Gun, you know, office back in the day with Jim Kelly, Thurman Thomas. You know, their, their wide receiver is uh, escaping me at this moment. But, you know, either way, they they he, he would have matched them. He was, he was playing as well as Mahomes on Sunday. So I just think that's something that we should have been able to see. You know, even the same thing a couple of years ago, right? You know, Kansas City was trying about, you know, in, 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 in Arrowhead, you know, obviously, uh, you know, they they get the lead or they tie it in overtime and then you know you know we we win the toss I mean in New England and you know like I I I told someone else uh after they guest spawner I said yo I said when when Brady got that ball in the AFC Championship game that stadium knew Tony Romo and Jim Nance knew <laughs> everybody knew it was it was it was ball game it was over <laughs> like it's, you know drive, drive home with safety fans we, you know we have have a great night. We we knew we, we knew what was going on. So yeah, I mean, am I glad that it wasn't changing that time? Hell yeah! But what as a, as a, as someone who wasn't involved in this Sunday, would I have loved to see that them go back and forth and just kind of see who has the most points to the end? Absolutely. But you know, I mean, granted, I agree with you. The, the tie, listen, that we that needs to go. The Steelers are not in the playoffs with a tie this year. Some other teams in the previous years are not in it without a tie. So we we need we need to get rid of that. Until 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 New England goes ten to six to one next year, and we're like, what are we doing? We gotta let them win. <laughs> That's gonna happen next year, isn't it? <laughs> what you could do though to make it a little bit more interesting and to put some more game planning in it is, what if the winner of the coin toss at the beginning of the game gets gets to also decide if they're going to do they want to receive the ball to start the game, or do they want to receive the ball to start overtime? Mm. Like, assuming that it goes there, like you, it's already been decided. So now there's game planning. Uh, and I, I think because I, I we can't just say, oh, well, we're just going to play until both teams have a chance to score a touchdown. Like, you, you really can't do that, right? But yes, regular season overtime rules need to change. As a fan of the uh, of football, I thought that this game was was excellent. I thought that it was the right ending. The better team won. Yep. And yeah, it, like don't cry about something. When you have a top five, or I think they are the, they were the, the, the best defense in the league. So what are, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. I mean, and, and they can't say, uh, they can't say, oh, we didn't have Trey White. Trey White's been out for weeks. So that, that had nothing to do with it. <laughs> right. And, and they, guess what? 15 would have torched their ass regardless. Because when he's on, there's no one, and I mean no one, that can stop him. So it, it, it doesn't matter. A flick of the wrist and the ball goes fifty yards down the field. It's unbelievable. But or 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 you don't fucking play prevent. You know that it's just like what what are we doing? Why why are you you know just backing up, backing up, backing up, backing up? And then the the guys that you need to cover, you know, Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey, you know, which I think a video just came out today. You know, as as recorders on a Friday, but they they oh my god, they was talking. Oh my gosh, hey. You know, hey, uh, he's like, oh, if you're going to guard me like this, yo, that seam route's open. So he's literally, he's literally seeing the plays happen right before his eyes. And it, it happened, you know, as, as we know, Travis Kelsey's winning on and off the field. Listen to you. She, she, she's his girlfriend. <laughs> she's, she, she, she is amazing. She, 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 she is a 10. <laughs> uh, and, and, and it is, it is un- unbelievable. But 
Uh, needless to say, like you said, the better team won, and I'm excited to see them. Like I said, we'll talk about that during my conference uh, championship prediction. So any any last words on this before we move on? I, I mean, I think I let off with my with my final words, and I apologize for that, but uh, <laughs> I, I bring it back to, you know, through the prism of, of a New England fan. You're like, we are, you are far away. It's not close anymore. So all, you know, you spent $250 million guaranteed last year and you're still this far away from, from competing with those two teams. Yep. And it's, it's unfortunate, you know, get, get, it starts to get, go get my guy to Alabama. Number eight, John Messi. I'm, I'm, I'm going to bang that drum until they do it in, in, uh, in April. I'm, I'm going to keep, keep screaming that name. So now listen. You know, our, our guy, it's perfect. I'm doing the show with you. Our guy, Tom, T- Tampa Tom now. Uh, you know, the, the, the Brady bunch down in Tampa Bay, man. Uh, Rams, Bucks. Before, b- but before we get into Brady, you know, you know, I got I got to ask you this question because I've, I've been waiting. I've been waiting to ask you this. Has your narrative on Matt Stafford changed after this game? No. Matt Stafford did everything that he possibly could to lose that game in the fourth quarter. And the only reason that the, that the Rams won is because that moron of a head coach uh, decided that that's the time that he was going to call a blitz. You, I mean, and you leave the the best wide receiver in the game, one of them, top five, right? No, he, he's the best in the game. Uncovered? What are you doing? Like, that, Todd Bowles, I, I, I don't even know if that was, I, I blame Arians because I thought that we saw the adjustments that uh, Tampa made in, in the second half, and I believe that that was all, you know, that was all Todd Bowles. So I don't know. I truly have no idea what Arians was thinking, but you cannot let, I mean, Cooper Cup caught every pass in that final drive, every pass. What do you, what are you doing? Like, that's the time you play prevent defense, honestly. I mean, or, 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 or you play zone, but you, you think about it. They're down what? 27 to three, 27 to three. And then in the second half, I mean, Matthew Stafford, he had a pretty good game. He was, what, 28 of 38 for the game? I'd argue that majority of his, of his incompletions came in the second half. He was sacked twice. Uh, I, I thought that that team did everything that they, that, that they possibly could do to try and lose it. So, yeah, my listen, I, I think Matt Stafford has always had the, uh, the unfortunate circumstance of having a, a, a putz as a head coach. And he played in Detroit. Aside from uh, Caldwell, I thought I, I thought that was that was that was the best for him. But now he's with he's with someone who doesn't fear anybody. The, I think the one thing that I that I that I took from this is yeah maybe maybe the players on the field were getting a little rattled uh, on uh, on Sunday, but McVay wasn't. Right. Like he, he he kept his team in there. So long story short, no, I still think Matthew Stafford is a loser until he wins. No, I mean that that's fair. We we disagree on this. You don't say. Yeah, I'm 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 a Matt Stafford supporter. Like I, I've I've said vehemently on the show, I want him to replace Brady in New England. I I think he's the real deal. Once again, when you've made the careers of Brandon Pettigrew, Titus Young, Marvin Jones, obviously Megatron, like it did not matter who his weapons were. The man put up numbers year after year after year after year. Now, granted. Most of the time, they didn't really have a strong running game. So, obviously, if you don't have a running game, you're going to have to throw it. But he consistently put up numbers. You know, I always loved his toughness. Like I said, he, he won me over. Really, his rookie, uh, his rookie year, you know, it was a game that's on NFL Films. 
you know, basically it's almost like his shoulders kind of separated or like I think he got hit hard in the shoulder. And he's like, no, look, I'm, I'm gonna finish. I'm gonna finish the fucking game, bitch, or whatever. I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but you know, get, gets the game winning drive. And I was like, oh, like this, this kid is, is, is real. Like he's, 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 he's gonna be. He may turn the tide for Detroit. And once again, for them, as bad as they've been, for him to get to the playoffs twice with them, like he, they should be. A, there should be a statue outside of Ford Field, <laughs> staff for for getting him to the playoffs. Uh, you know, twice, twice in his career over there. So I, I will say before you move on from, before you move on from Stafford though, like I, I understand, like when I say things like this, people will be like, well, you know, we played for a bad team. I get that. I understand that. I think, uh, in his history in Detroit, Matthew Stafford felt like he had to play 10, uh, you know, 10 levels above where he was at that time. So he opened himself up to making more mistakes because in reality, it was him and Megatron. It was him and Golden Tate. It was him and whoever was next. That would be the reason as to why that they were going to win that game. They're going to lose because of the Lions. The only reason they're going to win is because of, is because of the things that he did. Right. So for him to become a winner, I think he needs to understand the moment, right? And I thought he was get, he, he got a little tense in this game. I'll be really interested to see how he plays against the uh, against the Niners on on Sunday because that, that that'll be telling. If he thinks that he has to be the reason uh, that they win and and do it all, they're going to lose. They that. Because that team's good enough where they just need him not to make mistakes. Save, save it for the prediction part. Save it. <laughs> but no, but no, that, that's, that's, that once again, valid point. I just think it was so fitting that it was Sue that was making the rush towards him as he throws the pass to cup. It was just like, hmm, you sucked in Detroit. <laughs> or, we, or we both sucked in Detroit. I'm trying to stop you. And just a nice little flick, like I said, flick, flick of the wrist. And Cooper Cup was just sitting there, you know, had a chance to get some lemonade, had a yeah. chance to get, had a chance to get a sub. It was all that. It was crazy. crazy. Unfortunately for Tampa, sorry for a step on your toes there, but unfortunately for Tampa, Nadama Kinsu was the closest defender to, to Cooper Cup. But what the hell were they doing? What were they doing? Hey, listen, Antoine Winfield, you, yeah, yeah, hey, buddy, you, you, you were talking a lot of shit last year after, you know, what y'all did against Cyber Killing them boys. And I, I get that, but. Ooh, you, I, I don't know. I don't know. Like, this is, this is your Marcus Lattimore moment. Like, you, you on tape forever, buddy. You on tape forever. <laughs> it is all a loop. I know, because I don't watch it about 20 times this week. It, 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 it's, it's, it's sad. It's sad, brother. Like, you, 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 you were on, you were on the blooper reel for a long time until you, unless y'all come back and win next year and people will forget. Well, I mean, I won't forget because I'm going I'm to keep talking about it, but it, it, it was, it was, it was, <laughs> but it, it was, it was crazy to see, but. You know, hey, you know, at, at the end of the day, you know, they made enough plays, uh, you know, to to win. But you know, not to to bring it to to our guy. Obviously, you know, he, he mounts a great comeback. Would have been his greatest comeback, obviously, if, if we hadn't seen we didn't Super Bowl, uh, you know, five years prior. But you know, does, does he does he hang it up after this? Is, is he done after this? Uh, in, in your opinion? Uh, so, like right after the game, I, I was I was thinking that he he doesn't want to go out this way. Well, I maybe I. All right, so here's. Here's my honest take because I've been I've been thinking about this literally since the game on Sunday. He's got nothing left to prove. He in that game, he was the reason that they that they tied it up, right? 27-27, it was him. I mean, he played such an immaculate second half that he he always mentioned is you know this is kind of like a cheap heat uh, right or sorry the show formerly known as cheap heat trademark not implied but 
like Taker, like he never wanted to leave. He didn't, he didn't want to stay too long and, and become a caricature of himself. Right. If there was ever a way for Brady to leave and walk away and, and you know, like that is the best way to go out. Aside from winning a Super Bowl, this is it. You're down 27 to three with what four minutes left in the third quarter and you bring your team back to tie it up. Like, yeah, you should, you should go out now. I don't know if he's going to. I'll say, you know what? I'll, I'll say he's done. I'll say it. Ooh, okay. Okay. So you got that on wax. So, okay. So I feel like this was, so, okay, let's, let's, let's stay there with the wrestler, right? This, this, you know, we got the three wrestling guys on here. So, you know, great, great. That's behind the scenes for us, but let's just say this is his WrestleMania 33 moment and we're going to do it with Taker, right? You know, the Rams like the Roman Reigns and, you know, they ended up, you know, defeating him like, man, like, I can't believe he lost like this. Like he should, he shouldn't have lost this early. Did it out. You know, then the next year comes back. Basically, he has a squash match against Cena, but look, looks 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 great. So to me, I think he's he, he'll have a moment like that where he comes back next year, and they'll kind of maybe run through people again at age forty five. It can't be in Tampa though. Hey, come on, man. come on, <laughs> come on. <laughs> they are so screwed with cap space that they can't afford to keep him and everybody else. Come come home, it's on. Come on. Oh, you, you, you want you, he wants to leave throwing to Mike Evans, Rob Gronkowski, you know Scotty Miller, and he he wants to throw him he wants to throw him to kill Harry and 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 Jacoby Myers. Like love love you, man, Jacoby, I'm your supporter on the show. But the only place that Brady would go that I think makes the most sense that with that he has an actual shot to win a Super Bowl next year is Tennessee. But they can't do that because if they cut. If they cut or uh, yeah, if they if they cut Tannehill, that's fifty million dollars of, of of dead cap space. Is worth it. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. Th- yeah, thank you, Craig. Like, it, it it is worth every freaking penny. I I I I do it tomorrow. I and I said I get him a guitar out of the Music City Museum, whatever that, out, the, out there in Nashville. Whatever they wanted. See you later. You get a signed autograph from Dolly Parton. Whatever you want, I'm I'm making it happen. Two two day, two day, like like that. There's no way. Look, we we saw this. We saw this man. I'm like, we 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 might as well get there. Cause I'm like, we we brought up Ryan Tannehill, so we can we can bring up Bengals. But like, the man lost the game for them. He lost. He like two picks and and we. I know I know I can feel about Henry. So you know I, I I'm I'm prepared for the takes, even though it was his first game in weeks. But it's okay. Ryan Tannehill lost that game. <laughs> So listen, if, if listen, if Mike Vrabel wants to keep his job and add to his legacy outside of you know what he did as a player, Mike, listen to me, Coach Vrabel, listen to me, sir. Get rid of seventeen. He's not worth. It. He's not worth your job. He's not worth your energy. In his defense, he didn't shell out the sixty million or whatever, one hundred twenty million that uh, for him. That was the GM. That was a bad, bad signing. Now, in, in their defense, though, see, this is the thing that happens with Ryan Tannehill. He lulls you into this sense, into this false sense of, of security. He has a great year, one great year where he limits his mistakes. And you're like, whoa, this is who he should have been coming out of college. Like, this is who we thought he was going to be. Yeah. Why receiver? Then he, then he gets paid and you're like, oh, I can throw. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just going to throw it everywhere. And he just throws up all over himself. Not the good way either. It's, it's, it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing how, 
how predictable it was, right? Mm -hmm. So when I tell you that Derrick Henry will can never be the reason that the Tennessee Titans win a Super Bowl, or he, that your running back can never be the best player on your team, I I know that you can point to Marshall Falk in 1999, right? I get it. Kurt Warner was wheeling the deal in that year. However, if you have just to tie this all back, it's like it's like a Joe rabbit hole. To tie this all back, <laughs> if if you if you have the ability to bring Tom Brady into Tennessee, you can let Derrick Henry run wild because you know that when you have to throw, the guy that needs to throw it knows where to throw it, can get it there, and won't make a stupid decision. Whoa, a- AJ and Julio. Oof. 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 Did I mean at 44, he will be he'll, he'll be 45. Did you see the way he was throwing the ball on Sunday? Yeah. I mean, listen, I mean, if we're gonna be just a just a one percent objective. He he was shaking the first half, and, and that led to them being smacked. So let's let's just let's let's put that out there too. We're gonna give the credit where it's yep. due. Like they didn't win the game; they're still lost. So you know, his, his he had to play an immaculate second half because the first uh, the first half wasn't. It was it was subpar. It was subpar. He had to, and he did. Oh yeah, no, for, for for sure, for sure. I mean that that's listen. That's what he always does. Like. I couldn't believe all the text I was getting, like, and I'm getting tagged and stuff like, yo, like, your boy is washed, he's this, he's that. And I'm like, just like Stephen A, give it time. Just give it time. He's going to get the job done. He always does. In the words of Big Daddy Kane, I get the job done. I work, baby. Like, that, that, that's what he does. That's, that's what that man does. He puts in work. But needless to say, my, my final word on that, listen, man, get, get, get Tannehill out of there. Get Tannehill out of there. I, I, I would, I would share the thing. I mean, if I'm Derrick Henry, I'm, I'm driving 10 hell to the airport immediately. If that's the case, immediately say, and shaking his hand saying, Hey brother, it's, it's been real. You know, we had some great moments, but you know, it's, it's see you later. Well, but you know, it's, it's wild. Does, so you did, but you didn't answer. Is Brady done? No, he's coming back. He's back. He's back. I, I don't, I don't think he goes to Tennessee though. I'm, I, I don't, you know, I don't know where he's going to go, but honestly, Actually, you know what? No, I, I'll, I'll put it all wax. I think I think he replaces Jimmy G in San Francisco. Oh, because Jimmy, Jimmy G's done it. I think I think I think he's done. I think Jimmy G's done in San Francisco if they lose, or well, when they lose, because they're not going. Jimmy, they're not going to be. We'll, we'll get into we'll get into that. I'll save it for it. But I think he'll replace Jimmy G, which is what you know. All <laughs> the storylines of that would be phenomenal. Could you imagine that? Jimmy oh. leads him to the NFC title game and then uh, and then gets friggin' ousted by Brady again. Oh, oh. So there are two spots besides Tennessee uh, that I think he can go to that they have the cap space because their 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 uh, their next quarterback is on a rookie deal. Miami or San Francisco. Now. Lady G, she loves, she loves Florida. Doesn't want to leave, right? Doesn't like the cold, but you know, and who knows? I, I, I don't know. Like he's weighing, you know, his family's uh, decisions more. That's, that makes sense. He's, he's dedicated the last 22 years of it. Miami would be fun just to watch him drop it on uh, Bill's forehead twice a year. Like I'd have a, I'd have I'd, a lot I'd of back down there. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but I mean, I'd right down there immediately. that's uh, him going to San Francisco. That's the boiler uh, dream coming true. And if he can do that, I mean, I'm in, I'm in. Right. And it's like, yeah, yeah, that all, oh, I, I, I just, just from a storyline perspective, I, I, I need that to happen. Uh, and then he, he throws a pass 
to George Kittle, like Montana through the Clark. Oh, and it'd be against the Cowboys. Oh, oh, that would be, that'd be perfect. That'd be a perfect way. That'd be everyone would do it. Perfect. If Brady goes to, to, okay, now we're, this is a big hypothetical. We're, we're going to, yeah, we're, we're going to, we're going to really spend a lot of time here. We're already there. Let's do it. <laughs> you know, if Brady goes to San Fran, Gronk's going to go with them. So now you have Brady, Kittle, and Gronk. <laughs> Along with Aunt Debo, I mean, you Ooh. get everyone. Ooh. Oh, oh! I, I listen. I'm, I'm I'm getting a football boner thinking about that. I'm, I was gonna say you, you look like you need a happy tissue, right? I, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Well, let, let's go to Kelvin. We guys, we can we can go another thirty minutes on that, honestly. So let, let's 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 leave that there. So listen, Pack, Packers 49ers, that, that was another game, you know, that ended, you know, down to the wire. So I got to ask about your guy, Aaron Rodgers. So, you know, <laughs> you know, should, should he get full blame for the loss or does he yes. get a pass because of? Because it's cold. Yeah, because it's cold. Yeah, because the weather conditions, baby, it was, it, yeah. was, it was cold out there. Was that his first time playing in Green Bay in January? It wasn't. It wasn't. Well, he doesn't play there often in January or only plays there once usually, but... He's been there since what, 2005, 2006? Figure it out. It's going to be cold. I told you, I, I, not, not you directly or specifically, but the, the listening audience last, last time I was on with Joe, I will never pick Aaron Rodgers to win a game in January or February, ever. To, to quote uh, a, great, a great head coach, he is who I thought he was. And he always will be. He's, he's a choker. Now, everyone's going to be like, hey, well, he didn't lose a game for you. Sure. He damn sure didn't win it. I mean, you have back-to-back MVP caliber years. And in your first game after a bye that you earned because you tore through the entire league, making me look like a jackass. <laughs> 20 of 29, 225 yards, no touchdowns. Yep. That's who you are. That is exactly who you are. So, no, it's it's his fault. It's always going to be his fault. Always. Yeah, he, he's one and zero in Super Bowls. Sure, he's also one in five in conference uh, title games. The man, he's a great player, right? He has questionable uh, medical advice, but Ooh. I would just say he is the definition of of a choke artist, and. I'm glad he got his ring, but he's never in a conversation with Brady. You know what? He's never in a conversation with Troy Aikman. Like we all, we, we always dog on, on, on Bobby on this show. Troy Aikman won, uh, he, he won uh, three titles. This guy's, I mean, I'm so sick of Aaron Rodgers. I, it, it, and what's going to be more fitting is he's going to go to, he's going to go to a place like Pittsburgh, right? I could see him going to Pittsburgh next year. All those weapons. They're going to they're going to go sixteen and one in the regular season, and then he's going to choke in the playoffs because that's what he does. I I trust Mike Tomlin more than I trust Matt Lafleur, so I, it's a little different. I, I I trust Mike Tomlin to at least get to AFC Championship. He'll get there. He'll get there with Aaron Rodgers. You can rest assured that with a guy that can still throw, and then you know Najee Harris is doing his thing on the ground. He's he's going to coast off that. I, that no that I. I'm, I'm, that shit just sailed with me when it comes to getting on Mike Tomlin. I, I used to get on him quite a lot early on, but that wasn't a that wasn't a, that wasn't a knock at Mike Tomlin. That's just a no, knock no. At I know, Aaron but Rogers. I'm saying, I, I, yeah, yeah. But the, the coaching matters. We just talked about the coach messing up the stuff for Brady. Like coaching matters. So 
Mike Tomlin's gonna he 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 gets the job done. I said the man's ever had a losing season. They they find they fit they fit they find a way. So I think he'd be awesome over there. Personally, I think he's going to Denver. Him, him and Jerry Judy. People talk about Mahomes and 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 Hill as they should, but Aaron Rodgers to Jerry Judy, like it, it would be you would you talk about class in session? <laughs> class would be the session. It's it's cold in Denver in December. <laughs> so is Jerry Judy. <laughs> and I'm like, so I'm telling you, man, it would it would be if that that would be special. That would be special. That would be a special combination. You know, obviously that that whole team has to stay healthy because they have a decent defense. But oh my God, I, I, yeah, him, him and Judy, I I would I would pay to see that. You know, as, as as much as possible, and then you get to see Mahomes against Rogers twice a year. Oh. And that's that, that that would be beautiful to, to watch, you know. We got robbed a bit this year, you know, because of this question about medical advice. But that's a whole other uh, topic for another day. But yeah, no, I I hear you know. I, I had to ask that question. I I, just, I wanted to set you up. I threw the alley you you slammed it home like Blake Griffin. So I, I I appreciate that. Yeah, of course, of course, you should get the blame. Of course, of course, you when when you're when you're the best player, when you're when you're the highest paid on the team, you should get the lion's share of blame. Now. He he didn't like I say he didn't lose it. Then when it, the special teams lost that game though. Sure, you know when block punt, you know block field goal whatever. So they get you know, returning for the touch. You know they get it gets returned for a touchdown. So that that's the game. But to me, it's just wild that you know you have Devontae Adams, you got AJ Dillon, you got Aaron Jones. You know you got your boy back at Randall Cobb. All this other stuff's going on, and you still couldn't get seven, like seven, like. Seven points would have been enough. Like this, this, this would have been the two thousand. I think the two thousand AFC Championship game with uh Oakland and uh at Baltimore. That, that's that's all you had to do. That, th- th- your defense showed up. They was there. They they are like all you had to all you had to do. And Devontae Adams could have been the Shannon Sharp of the game. We throw a little quick slant. He run eighty yards. Ball game. Now 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 is you against uh now is you against Stafford again. And then you could have just get double check saying that you own. Matt Stafford, <laughs> like he's had his whole career. That's what it would have been. But no, <laughs> you 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 could you could you could have scored seven points. So now you're home on the couch like the rest of us, enjoying <laughs> the rest of the NFL playoffs, getting a Tostitos and uh, cheese dip or salsa, depending on what you like. Uh, <laughs> now now you're on the couch forever. The thing about him though is like in like last offseason, we heard, oh, you know, I just would have, uh, you know, you think with all the thing, all the stuff that I've done here. And, I, you know, people would have me, you know, help make the decisions that I could be an ambassador for Green Bay. Why would anyone want to go to Green Bay to play one game in January and go watch the Super Bowl with the rest of us? They're, they know everyone. I, you know what? Again, he's, he's one of the greatest, most athletic quarterbacks that I've ever seen. The guy's just not a winner. Not when it counts. He is, you know, every generation has it. And... He's he's Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning won tw- one two, but Peyton always had a gr- always had great regular seasons, right? Always, and then for a long time up until about two thousand and six, what was he? What was he? Uh, six and six and nine in his playoff record. So something like that. Yeah, I, I remember. I remember the forty one uh, nothing blowout. Actually, to the jersey I'm wearing. Uh, this is a New York Titans uh, old school Jets uh, jersey here, and this guy Chad Pennington outplayed. Peyton Manning uh, on, on ABC. I'll never forget it. I was like, wow, this is 41 nothing." I said, wow, Peyton Manning offense scores nothing. Yeah. 
I just know that, the, you know, o- over the last couple of weeks, there's been a lot of talk again by Rogers that, you know, he does or he doesn't do certain things because he could be allergic to one of the ingredients. The only ingredient that that man is allergic to is fucking winning when it matters. What a line. Love it. Love it. Sound Thanks, bite, David. baby. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, let's talk about a team that won in that San Francisco. So, you know, are, are they for really in mind? Yeah, I, I think that offense. So two things that worry me about San Francisco. Number one, I do think uh, that Shanahan is a little too cute with the offense, right? Mm-hmm. I think sometimes the moment does get a little too big for him and he, and he, and he tries to outthink everyone in every scheme instead of doing the simple thing. That being said, uh, because of how dynamic Debo Samuel is, because of how the emergence of what we, I think in the playoffs of, of Elijah Mitchell, you always have George Kill. Jimmy G doesn't need to be a hero. Again, he just needs to not lose you the game. I mean, and by God, he tried in Dallas. He tried a little less in Green Bay, but he didn't play well. He didn't play great. I do think that, that, that they're for real. When you say for real, do you mean, do I think that they could win the Super Bowl this year? Because I don't think that I think, but I do think that they could be the 2000 uh, New York Giants. Yeah, that, that, that team won though. 2000 New York Giants. Oh, it's, oh, it's, oh, 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 wow. You think it would get beat 35 to seven? Wow. Wow. Yeah. Uh, okay. I mean, that's, that's, I mean, you know, just, I mean, they, they can run, I think a little bit better than that team. Actually, I don't, I don't remember too much about that team. I remember young Tiggy Barber. You know, I think was was Kerry Collins that guy back then. Kerry Collins, sure it was. And uh, uh, as as Chris Berman would say, a mighty well dressed tumor. <laughs> right. You know, oh man, sh- sh- shout out to Chris Berman. But no, that that yeah, no, that that's 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 possible. That's possible. You know, they 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 show up there and then they just get you know get shellacked once they get there. But I mean, I I, I think they're definitely for real. I think to me they are closer to what we saw from the later giant teams in the two thousands. Not necessarily the you know the two thousand team, but who knows. You know, they've already beat, you know, L.A. twice. So, you know, we'll, 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 we'll get into that. But, yeah, I mean, I, I think they're, they're definitely legit. And I think Shanahan tries to get cute with the offense because if I, I think he feels like he has to. <laughs> like, yeah, you have, you know, just the same thing with Josh over here. Like, we feel like you have to be, you know, creative or more creative, you know, because you don't trust who's behind, you know, center. Well, but there's a difference between not, there's a difference between not trusting a rookie and and not trusting the guy that you just paid again a hundred million dollars for, right? Right. So either he's not the guy, and if he isn't, fine. But I think we both know. I mean, I don't want to speak for you, so I'll just speak for myself. I know that Jimmy G is capable of of winning a game where he throws it thirty times. Yeah, I I, I agree. We've we've seen it. Yeah, we we've seen it. I mean, his first game uh, that, that that he played for the Patriots against the Cardinals that year, that was. I mean, he showed up. I think that I, I think Jimmy G does have an inherent winning, hit, you know, polar opposite of who we just spoke about, winning quality to him. So it wouldn't shock me. And it's not a coincidence that two out of the last three years that Jimmy G has been healthy, they've made the conference title game two, each of those years and the Super Bowl. But that, no, but that, that's all you and I were trying to say. I think it was it was it Bobby? Who else was defending uh, defending Jimmy G on the show? I forget. But that's all we were saying. Twenty seventeen, he gets there. They win their last five games with him when he's playing. Like, there's just something, there's, there's, there's a presence there. Like, just ha- having, you know, uh, you know, not having a quarterback is not everything, but not having one is. Like, you got to have somebody, shout out to Kanye West, I, I, I use that line from him. 
But it's like, you know, it's just like you you've got you've got to you've got to have someone back there that the that the the players say, okay, you know what? If I need a drive, if I need a play on third and seven, I trust this guy to get it done. And I remember even the Saints game a few years ago when they went to when they the year they went to the to the title, I mean to the uh, Super Bowl. You know they they put a forty five I think in in New Orleans. He he was he was throwing that pigskin all over the all over the field, all all yeah. all, all up and down uh you know Bourbon Street. So he, he was getting whatever he wanted. So when when he's on, and he's locked in, he, he's as good as anybody. And you know like I said we're gonna find out soon. But yeah, I mean like I said to answer my own question, yes, I believe they're for real, and I think they can get into uh you know the Super Bowl. So. Uh, any last words before we move on to that last game, and then we'll get to the predictions. Now, I think I said all, all I need to say about uh, about AR twelve. Beautiful. Well, let, let's talk about JB nine. So Joe Burrow, man, Tiger King, Zog Joe, guy special, man. So you know what? What you learn about Burrow after this uh, this last weekend? I mean, I think he's a force to be reckoned with in the AFC for a very long time. Now, I think you know when we talked about this, you know, in the off season. We did say that they're probably going to go get Jamar Chase, but they probably should protect him and get and get alignment. We we were wrong about that. They they made the right call, and now 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 they need to make sure that they protect him because this man, he there is no moment too big for him. He's proved that he has like he does have a swagger about him too. Like the, stop telling me that we're underdogs. We're we're, we're sick of that na- narrative. I love that. I absolutely love that. And he goes, was he twenty? Uh, 28 of like 28 of 37 for like 350 yards. And yeah, he, he threw a pick, but he, he balled. And I, I mean, that team, if Joe Mixon is healthy and Jamar Chase, T Higgins, I mean, that's a great offense and their defense showed up too. I mean, I would say, I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to spoil your next segue, but I, 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 I knew that the Bengals were going to beat the, the Titans because the Titans need to win a game. The way that they win a game is by controlling the clock, a lot like the Patriots won this year, right? Because for whatever reason, Tannehill will screw up. So they need they need methodical drives where Derrick Henry, you know, has let's say 25 carries for 130 yards and two touchdowns, and they and they own time of possession. When they go up against a team that can score first and score fast, it's done. Then then you have to rely on uh, on Tannehill. But to know that, you know, it, year two, that Joe Burrow was everything that you thought he would be when you drafted him. I mean, Cincinnati should be really happy with themselves for the next 10 to 15 years. No, yeah, for sure. I mean, he, listen, special talent. I said that to lead off the segment. Like, he, he, is, he is phenomenal. I mean, like I said, not, he's, he's never scared, you know, and that's going to serve him well. You know, he, he's embraced, he's embraced being a Bengal. He's clearly the best quarterback they've had since Boomer Sison. And I know those that are listening are going to say, well, what about Carson Palmer? Yes, Carson Palmer had a few good years there. Unfortunately, you know, the Steelers ended that, you know, with that knee injury, kind of changed everything for him over there. So um, still, still put up some decent numbers over there. But, you know, he will be remembered as the best number nine uh, in Bengals history. And then, you know, if he if they get to Super Bowl and, and, and somehow win it, he already, already passes Boomer. <laughs> and I know, Boomer, I know Boomer was an MVP. You know, I know, he, you know, obviously, you know, they got there against uh, San Francisco and got slaughtered. It, it was a joke. The game was over. So they got off the bus. But yeah, it was like, yeah, he, he, he's been Joe. Joe's been awesome. And, you know, it, who knows? Maybe, you know, I mean, it's, it's a little over 50 years ago, but 
maybe you know this this Joe reminds me of another Joe, you know that that came against a you know a Goliath back in the day and 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 found a way to get it done. So well, as long as he doesn't as long as he doesn't try and get it done with Susie Colbert, just yeah, another Joe would be fine. Oh God! Okay, yes, yes. <laughs> you, you can keep oh. that, Craig. You can keep that in there. It's fine. Yeah, I didn't say anything, please, I didn't say anything yeah, wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I have to be ready for that shit, and I I, I never fucking am. That's the problem. I'm never ready for that shit. But it's just like, uh, what what I mean, what can we say about the Titans, though, man? Like, I mean, because I I have it on here, like you know, who they remind you of. But for to me, I can only go. That's I I, I compare a lot of stuff to basketball. To me, the Titans are the Utah Jazz of. Of, of football. It's a death by a thousand paper cuts. They're going to play the right way. And, you know, once it gets to the postseason, you know, they'll have a game. We're like, damn, they, they, they really can, they, they can go, you know, Mitchell's hooping, Gobert, all those guys. And then bam, someone that, like I said, someone that can score, that can put 40 on your head. And it's like, Oh, wait a minute. When we only have one gear and that's the problem. They have one. Yep. Gear. And it just, it just, it takes them out of the game. Like I said, immediately. So, is that is that accurate to you, or do you have another analogy you can use? No, I mean, I think that that's completely accurate. I'm just trying to figure out like modern day NFL who I would compare them to, right? But my my first my my first thought was it it was the like the early 2000 Giants and Ravens, but the Ravens could I mean they they won it uh, you know early on, but they have a guy that can throw. He can throw he can throw the ball a mile. And he, but he, but he, he would prefer to throw it to the other team when it counts. They right. have, they, they have a great running back. You know what? They are the Minnesota Vikings before Brett Favre got there. Okay. Great, great rushing attack. They have great skill players. They just don't have the guy uh, uh, under center that can that can make them better. Coaching is good, pretty good, right? Defenses. Uh, they they showed up too. I mean, the Bengals are a pretty high powered offense, held them nineteen mm-hmm. points, pretty good. They just don't have the guy. So I would say it's it's yeah it, it's that uh, it's that for, that uh, Minnesota Vikings team when uh, AP was running, you know, two thousand yard seasons, and you had Percy Arvin, and you had uh, oh god Sydney, who the, what the hell was oh, yeah, no, Sydney, Sydney Sydney Rice, yeah, yeah Sydney Rice, and like you just you just couldn't do it. That, I think that's them. Yeah, no, that that's yeah, that's even a better comparison for those that don't follow basketball. Like I said, I, I just always think about that. But yeah, my analogy was good. Your analogy is good, and yeah, they're just a team that you know, like I said, they they really are a QB away from getting, you know, so, something done. So who knows? Maybe maybe, maybe like I say it's Brady next year. Maybe it's someone else. Maybe, who knows? Maybe it's Jimmy G. Who knows? Maybe Jimmy G goes over there. I I think that would be that. I think that would, actually, you know what? That would be pretty cool too. It'd be pretty cool to see Jimmy G in in a Tennessee uniform. You know, that'd be awesome. I mean. Not only is he kill, has he killed their playoff chances uh, in the last couple of years by playing, but he's such an anchor to that team. Tannehill, that contract, that's, that's real money. That isn't cap is crap, Felger shit. This is real $50 million you're on the hook. And, it's, and if you cut him, you, you can't get out of that. So based on how he's played, what team would take him? What team needs a quarterback so desperately that they would that they would take Ryan Tannehill's contract? Houston. No, they got a problem. I mean, they have, they still don't want it. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah, they 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 do have a problem. But I don't know, man. Jalen 
Jalen Mills is fine. He's fine. He's fine. Oh, no, Davis Mills. You're talking about, no, Davis, oh, Davis Mills. Mills. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Davis. I might. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Uh, no, the Jalen the, the Jalen that's down there in Houston, but he's playing really well in basketball. But no, yeah, Davis Mills. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> no, I got you. But no, they, they, no Dave, Davis Mills. Yeah, he, he, he did. He did okay, but it he's was fine. like. To me, I can see them saying, hey, you know, won't you come on down here and do X, Y? I, I can totally see them, them doing that. But I, I will say this before we get into our predictions. Ryan Tannehill, for what I could think, I'm zooming on something in my head. I didn't, I didn't look this up. And, you know, Craig can, can fact check me if uh, in, in the chat if he needs to. But Ryan Tannehill has received a $96 million deal. And then he got 118 So quick math, you know, that's $214 million. Yeah, feels right. That, that's been side to him. Yeah, it, it feels right, but it, it's very wrong. It's very wrong. It's very wrong. Well, like, I, like, well, listen. What, what, as, as this show continues to grow, we need to find out who Ryan Tannehill, Ryan Tannehill's agent is. That's 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 what we need to figure out. Who is your agent, Ryan Tannehill? Because we need you to represent Mister the Point. <laughs> like, I, 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 I need that to happen. Either way, we're gonna be worth the money. So I can tell you that right now, if you want. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. We need to find that man because it, it's it's un, it's unbelievable. He's from CAA Sports, and what was the question you were asking about his contract? No, uh, no, I'm saying so. He, he got a $96 million deal, and then yep. he got 118. Correct. $62 million guaranteed. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. But I'm saying we, we need to find out <laughs> who the agent is because I'm like, listen, when, as we continue to grow, we, we need someone that's going to fill the bank accounts just like that. That's right. Like, it's, 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 it's amazing. I'm not mad at it. I don't know your name, sir or ma'am. Yeah, but all, all, all I can tell you is we we won't cost you as much, and we will damn sure show up when it matters. So yeah. like, you should bank on us, right? It's That's Brian. Right. It's Brian. It's uh, Brian Aralt from CAA Sports. Cool. Hey, Brian, we, we, friend we, of the show. Yeah, friend of the show. Yeah, yeah. Be- best friend, best friend. <laughs> yeah. My 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 bestie, my buddy. Wherever you go, I'll go, Brian. I I I need I need I I need that type of money, big dog. Hi, so. buddy. Yeah, my, my buddy. buddy. That's my buddy. <laughs> my buddy <laughs> and me. <laughs> oh, we're oh, singing I'm, on the show now. That's what we're I'm, doing. I'm, I'm, I, want, I want that to be the name of the episode so badly. My buddy. <laughs> I know it won't be, but I just just for my, I want to be my buddy. I got you. Most. Yeah, please. All right, let's, let's get into the conference championship. So we kind of danced into it. But so we got Bengals sheep. So, you know, what, what are your keys to the game for that one, Mike? The, okay, the, well, the keys to the game are don't let Patrick Mahomes score 50, right? Don't let, don't let that happen. Or, or 40. <laughs> yeah, maybe if you have defenders that you think can stay within five yards of Tyree Kill, let them do that, right? Like, because if you play soft coverage against him, they're just going to dump it out and flatten. He's going to burn you. So the, I think that uh, with the Chiefs receivers, they remind me a lot of... You know, I'm doing this, this flashback Friday, but they remind me a lot of the early 2000s Colts. Like, if you knock them off their spot early, it's hard for them to get there. But if you just let them run their routes as they're designed to do, they will tear you up and they will spit you out. So don't let that happen. I, I also, Kansas City lost to the, the Bengals already beat them. I mean, they beat them in, in January. <laughs> it was what 34 31 so again typically when you go into arrowhead you're gonna have someone and you go up against Mahomes and hill and uh and kelsey 
that moment gets pretty big for you. I don't think the moment's going to be too big for Joe Burrow. You just got to be able to keep up. So Jamar Chase needs to show up. Cincinnati's defense needs to just not suck enough to lose. And if those two things happen, I think, I think, I think Burrow will do an, a, enough enough to win. I mean, th- if you think about it this way, sorry for rambling. Uh, the Bengals average twenty seven points per game. The Chiefs average twenty eight points per game. The Bengals allowed seventeen and a half points per game. The Chiefs allowed twenty eight and a half points per game. <laughs> so the Bengals can score just about as much as the Chiefs can, and their defense is better. So on paper, I know it's an arrowhead. I know it's Mahomes about to go back to his, uh, you know, trying to get back to his, his third straight Super Bowl. I think the Chiefs are the underdogs. I, I'm, I'm all in on this, on this Joe Burrow. We're not the underdog narrative anymore. On paper, if you take your, like your, uh, your gut out of it and you, and you just, and you just look at it, the Bengals are a better team. They're, they're a more rounded team. They're not better offensively, but they're 11 points better defensively this season. Right. Well, 15 is the gut buster. And, 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 and he's the Grim Reaper. Just, just that, that's his new name, apparently, now. So he, he, what, he defies all logic. So logically, yes. Logically, Cincinnati should be in this game, have a chance. 15 defies all logic. He, he just does. It's, it's, it's ridiculous how quickly they score. Like, and listen, the game that did it for me was him. It wasn't even the game against us, it was the, the year after. You're down 24 nothing against Houston, and I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, Deshaun Washington's following, showing everyone why he's on par. And just like that. You sent him right back to the spot. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, he, he he definitely needed a massage after. Oh, my God. They went on the 40 to 0 run. 40 or run. Like it, it, it's like what the fuck? Like, wait, I, like how? 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 Like yeah. it, it's just like like what? What do we like? I, what do you do with that? So yeah, they they just have to you have to be ready for the onslaught. You know, it also helped that you know you have a coach that can hold him to no points in the first half. You know, like the guy I know I've been you know off through one. Then that that helps, but that's probably not going to happen because uh, you know those, none of those coaches are even close to the coach that we have here. Needless to say, I got Cincinnati, but I mean, I got Cincinnati. I got uh, I got Kansas City uh, winning win this game, and it should be a shootout. I I, I think it'll be very close to what we saw last week. But you know that, and that leads me to what I want to ask you next. Uh, you know, obviously, you know, we talk about you know Burrow, we talk about Herbert, uh, you know, Allen, Mahomes, but we kind of people kind of I think people are kind of painting Mahomes and Allen to be the next you know rivalry. But how do you feel about this one really being the next rivalry? Because I think this. This has some legs to be the next great rivalry in, oh, in the AFC. So yeah, I'd love, I, I'd love it. I think, I mean, you, the AFC man is just so young now. I, so we, they're set up like they're this conference is going to be taking care of the quarterback position for the next ten to fifteen years if, if all goes well. I mean, unless you're Craig and you, you you think that Mahomes only has two more years left, well, he's great. You said four years ago, two years ago. So what we're gonna so I do think that this is this is it. And this is compelling because now you have two teams, two quarterbacks that are not afraid of any moment, that can put up 20 points in five minutes of possessing the ball 
But I again, I, I know I I might sound crazy. I I really think that that Cincinnati's better. Like I think that their defense is better, and I think uh, if if the Honey Badger isn't a hundred percent healthy in this game, we're gonna know early. Because I think I I I think you know I think the Tiger King is going to go after him. He's just going to he's just going to target where he is or where he should have been. Yeah, little little, little LSU on LSU crime there. Um, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm here. I'm here for it. Yeah, but in terms of this being the the rivalry, yeah, I mean, no, to, but to me, the guy I'm going out on that defense is 49. You know, who was Sorensen? You know, the, the AKA the wannabe Jason Seahorn. You know, there's a there's a name drop for you. But uh, you know, he that's the guy to go after. He he sucks. He fucking blows. I I I I I go at him all night long. So whoever you want to uh, listen, you, you want to put him on chase. I'm 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 praying they put him on chase. I'm praying because woo, it, it, it it's 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 going to be a problem. All capital letters for for Sorensen if that's the case. So they they better bring over the top help. They better bring the national guard. Whatever they need to do. To help Darius or like help 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 that man out on Sunday night, it's it's going it's going to be a problem. So they they Spagnuolo Spags better blitz all night. That's what he does. That's that's his specialty. He better blitz that motherfucker all night long. If not, <laughs> you 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 you're, go home, Roger. You go you going home. Go home, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't get to him, it, 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 it's it's gonna be a wrap. So. They, they, they got to figure that part out, but um, like I said, I'm excited to see, but I'm, I'm going to go Chiefs 30, uh, Bengals 27. So uh, I, I think that it's, it's going to be, it's going to be awesome. I think the Chiefs, I, I, I think the Bengals are going to win, but if, if the, if the Chiefs score more than 24 points, you're going to win the game. That's the key. Because if, if you can hold the Chiefs to less than 24 points, I think you have a, you have a real shot of winning that game because your offense can put up that. It, if this turns in, if it turns into a track meet, I'll, I'll I'll bet on the horse that we've seen and that has won so far. Uh, but I just I really want to pick the Bengals because for when was the last time in our lifetime that you could say and, and, and maybe even think about it a little bit? I know that you disagree with me right now, but the Bengals have a pretty good chance to win this game. No, I, I mean, I, no, I think they have a shot. I just don't think they're going to win it. I'm saying, like, but yeah, but just think about that. When's the last time we could say we, we've never been able to say that? No, in our not, I mean, no, not a lifetime. No, never. And like I say, you know, you know, everyone here, well, except for me, was born in, in the late '80s. So yeah, they they were they were really good in the '80s, <laughs> all the whole decade too. Not just not just a couple of years. They was good. So you know, Anthony Munoz, you know, Chris Collinsworth, who now works on NBC. You know, I, I, I played for them. You know, obviously, Boomer Side. So. You know, they, you know, they have some Hall of Famers on, on that team. Yeah, for sure. You know, for sure. But yeah, yeah. But at, hey, listen, dude, this is this is not your Achilles Smith Bengals. Kajana Carter's not walking through that door. Peter Works not walking through that door. So they they have come a long way. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, Martin I, Lewis I, I isn't walking through that Young door. Washington, huh? So Martin Lewis isn't walking through that Martin door. Lewis, which is the best for them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, exactly. You know, you know, it's just like, wow. But that's, you know, so we'll, we'll see. But. But yeah, in our lifetime, we have not seen that. And like I said, it, either way, it's going to be a phenomenal game. And I, I can't wait to see how it unfolds on Sunday evening. So, uh, but let's get to the other game in the NFC. So it is the Rams 49ers uh, part three. So it, it is the trilogy. Obviously, the uh, the 49ers, I think, have won both uh, matchups. So, you know, 
same same question I asked for the other. You know, so what what do you what are your keys for victory for everything is going to win? Yeah, so I I think conventionally I would say or historically it's hard for a team to beat you three times in the NFL like in the same season like that doesn't happen very often. But I I think that the San Francisco offense is dynamic enough and that their defense again, San Francisco's average they average twenty five points a game. They allowed thirteen and a half points a game. L.A. allowed twenty seven points a game, and they and they allowed nineteen. Right, so San Francisco can score just as much, but they but they allow fewer. The keys of the game are Jimmy G not making mistakes. Now, when I say that, I mean he he can't make six terrible throws. He can make four. He'll always make four. That's fine. If he makes six, they're going to lose, and. By that same token, I think that if we see a situation where the Rams are down seven or even, you know, 10 points in, in the second quarter, Stafford's going to freak out. I, I, I think he will. Prove me wrong. I, I'd, I'd be glad. I'd be really glad to, to see that Matthew Stafford leads him on a fourth quarter comeback. But I will say what we've seen from San Francisco in the last two weeks are if you can just keep it close until the fourth quarter, they're going to try and let you in. Like just capitalize on those mistakes. So it's, I think it's, this is like such a basic answer. It's don't make mistakes. Don't make six bad throws. And remember what got you here, right? It is, it is Debo. That man is, is different. And for the Rams, it's, you know, Cooper Cup. Make somebody stop him because nobody could. Yeah, I, I I actually think it's going to be the OBJ game. Honestly, I think OBJ is going to have a field day come come Sunday. He, he's due. He's due, and he, he's he's had he's had a good he's had a good uh, you know stint with them uh, since he's been there. Uh, it's it's time, and I you know I, I know you know Joe you know I know Joe ended up changing his stance on what he thought, but yeah, he's he's been he's been great for for LA. And I I think it's time for him to remind people how good he can be when 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 the lights are on. So I I expect him to have. It won't be like a Gabe Davis type thing, but can I see five receptions for 120 because they're paying so much attention to Cooper Cup? And then we forget <laughs> that you got a you got a, a a barn burner right next to you because if he catches something in a slant, he's out of there. He he still got track star speed. He's still super quick. So I I totally expect him to have a a, a decent game. And far as the best effort comeback in the fourth quarter, he's actually had quite a few of those in his career, if I'm not mistaken. Game winning drive is like once again, even though they sucked in Detroit, like he, he's had a lot of those over over there and in, in, in Detroit. So I'm totally fine with him being in that moment, saying that you know he can he can leave something to come back. You know if they're down seven or down ten, but they find a way. You know now that's Jalen Ramsey step up, Aaron Donald step up, Leonard Floyd step up. So you know they 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 spent all this money on getting guys on defense as well. It's not just on it's not just on Stafford and you know and and, and the crew offensively. It's on that defense now. Okay, cool. You need to find a way to hug Jimmy G because Aaron Donald is phenomenal. Best interior lineman I've seen in a, in, a, in a long time. You know, probably since, probably since Warren Sapp, you know, unless I'm missing somebody, but that's the first guy I thought of. You know, they they need to be over to Tampa Bay on Sunday. That's what they need to be. And they need, they, they need that. They need that type of... Von Miller. Von, Von Miller, yeah. Yeah, Von Miller too. Yeah, like... We need, we need 2016 on on on, yep. on Sunday. So if they get that, there they're going to the Super Bowl, and you know it'll be Rams Chiefs, and 
you know, we'll get a rematch of that Monday night game back in 2018, which is one of the best Monday night football games I've ever seen. Uh, but yeah, but like, listen, I don't think Jimmy G throws more than 10 times. <laughs> I really don't. So when you say, you know, so maybe it's a six good throws. The other four just trash. If he makes six bad throws out of 10 attempts, we're going to be over there in trouble. I think stat line will read at the end of this game, Jimmy G, 18 for 28, 232 yards, a touchdown and a pick. So I'll, I'll give a stat line for Jimmy G. I'm going to go 18 to 30. <laughs> if, I'm, I'm, I'm joking by saying he's, 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 they're going to have a beat. He has to throw more than 10 times. He has to. So 18 to 30, two touchdowns, three picks. <laughs> I, I, it, it's, it's going to happen. Jalen Ramos is going to get one. Hell, Vaughn Miller might mess around and get one uh, in, 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 in the beginning of the game. So you, you, you just you just never know. He, he, he's just really friendly and he wants everyone to be involved. So he's going to make sure that the Rams are involved as, as well. But it's, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a family affair, um, but yeah, I got I got Rams Chiefs. So you are, are you going Bengals 49ers? And it's okay. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going. Uh, it's Flashback Friday, man. Or you listen to it on Saturday. It's uh, th- this is a this is 1988 all over again. Okay. Uh, this time I- I'm going Bengals and uh, and 49ers in the Super Bowl, and Bengals are gonna win. Okay, yeah, I'm I'm going Rams Chiefs, and I, I think that uh, Mahomes is the second. You know, is, perfect. Is, It'll be, you know, 34, something like 34, 27, something like that. It'll be a shootout, but like I say it'll be, yeah, I think I think he gets his second ring and, you know, start, they, start, they start changing the narrative or adding to the narrative because he's already looked at as the best ever in some people's mind already with, with winning one. But like I said, the man's a special talent. So, uh, well, yeah, that does it for our NFL. No, 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 the baseball Hall of Fame. Sorry, that's what I said. That's what it does. Oh. It does. That's what it ends up in baseball. If, if, if you oh. let me, let 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 but let let me continue, sir. Thank you. Don't start off with that. That that does it for no no no. It no, does I, not. I said no. that does it for our football portion because Craig oh, Craig can vouch for me. That's why Craig shook his head. Thank you. I know. Let, 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 they appreciate that. You you keep that in too, Craig. Uh, so now that ends it for football. <laughs> let's let, let's move it on to the baseball Hall of Fame. So. Listen, man, obviously, David Ortiz, uh, you know, obviously, we, we know he started his career in Minnesota, but everyone remembers him as a Red Sox, as they should. You know, was David Ortiz deserving of this Hall of Fame bid, in your opinion? Yes. Yep. I, I think when you think about David Ortiz and and what he did for the Red Sox, and, you know, during a time when they hadn't won 86 years, the, they were known as, as chokers in the playoffs, uh, that Oh four, I mean, it's still it, it. Go back and listen to the rewrap show notes. Like that is one of the the most like beautiful postseasons that I've ever seen in my life. So yes, David Ortiz deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, no, I mean, listen, he he, I and I, I've said this before, like off the air to people. People kind of look at me like I'm crazy. To me, David Ortiz means more to Boston than Tom Brady. And I, I'm, I, it's, it, I know, you know, as, as some, some may shake their head, some people are shaking their head right now, and that's, that's okay. Oh, oh, four, once again, like I said, like you said, show notes, right? That championship, I mean, the, the hunger that was in this city after losing in 03, you know, like I said, we don't have to set the scene. You guys, you guys listen to this. You guys know us. You know, you're, you're, you're 20,000 strong with us right now already. You guys have already listened to us. You guys know, know what it is. 
you know, time after time after time after time after time again, the man came through in the postseason. Um, he is he is to me a top five postseason performer that I that I've seen in my life. I'm granted, there's other guys that have done different things like Reggie Jackson, and you know, I, I get that. But for my for my money, what David Ortiz did from oh for oh really oh three on. I said, you know, the first hit I remember, obviously he, he gets to hit off Folk uh, in game four in 03. In the division around, gets that, that ground rule double uh, with, with the wonderful Joe Morgan, God rest his soul, and John Miller, uh, you know, making that call. Like, that, that, that that's iconic. You know, uh, you know the home run over uh, in right field in game four. It's like, it, there's just so many moments you can go to and think of, you know, with him that he's well-deserving. So, but obviously, you know, there's always people that feel that people get snubbed or in this case, this is really the biggest I'm really ever. Uh, is, you know, so you, you kind of know where I'm going with this on this one. So obviously, uh, Clemens, Roger Clemens, uh, who was, who was a former Red Sox and then Barry Bonds, uh, who was, you know, currently the all time, uh, you know, home run leader. What, what were your thoughts about them not getting in and does the voting need to change in your opinion? Yeah, I think it's absolute, it's absolutely embarrassing. And, and baseball <laughs> writers, BBWA, like whatever the, whatever the hell acronym you want to give yourself. If, if you. If, if you're grading people and, 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 and allowing them to enter the Baseball Hall of Fame based on whether or not you think that they did steroids or performance-enhancing drugs, David Ortiz never tested positive for PEDs. Barry Vaughn's never tested positive for PEDs. Roger Clemens never tested positive for PEDs. Out of those three people that I just named, and remember, I do believe that Ortiz should be in. Is Roger Clemens a Hall of Famer without steroids, pre-steroids? Like, can you can you draw that line? I can. Yeah, from '86 to '96, his career in Boston, absolutely. Yeah, great. Is Barry Bonds a Hall of Famer without steroids? Yeah, but his career in Pittsburgh was was more than enough. Absolutely, absolutely. Is David Ortiz a Hall of Famer without steroids? Yeah. You sure? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Not. I think he benefited the most from that. I, I, I think, you know, I, I think he used them. I think Manny used them. I think that doesn't matter to me. But if, if, if that's the reason as to why you're not going to allow players in and you're keeping players out that had Hall of Fame careers before they started juicing. And again, Barry Bonds looked like, I mean, it's, it's laughable, the difference between 1998 Barry Bonds and 1999 Barry Bonds. Like, we get right. it. Sure maybe don't outlaw something, you know, in Major League Baseball like you did in 1993 and then not test for it. If you don't want people using it, test for it. Oh, and by the way, don't reward two Reuters for saving the game of baseball and glorifying what they did in, in, in 1998. So yes, David Ortiz should be an absolutely, but so should, so should Roger Clemens. So should Barry Bonds. Yep. And they're not because it's not just about what happens on the field. If you're not nice to the reporters, right. they hold it against you. Right. Now, I said on the show before, I don't think I don't think Kurt Schilling necessarily is a Hall of Famer, in my opinion. Right. I, that's my that's my opinion. I think he's a postseason Hall of Famer. I think that run with the Diamondbacks and then again in 04 with us, that's that that is Hall of Fame material. But he lost. 6% of the vote that he got from last year to this year, and he didn't play. So that's, 
That's strictly just, uh, that's how you feel about his politics or about as, him as a person or his, his little, you know, when, when he's out there building shelves in, 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 his, in, in his bomb shelter. Was the man nails in the postseason? Yes. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So tell me what the grading, like, what are we grading them on? Are they nice people? I'm sure that there's a bunch of white guys in the Hall of Fame from uh, from the 60s, the 50s, the 30s that probably in, that, in today's day and age were not great human beings, and they're in. And Barry Bonds isn't because he took steroids. Well, l- let's make it a little more plain. Those guys you was talking about, they was calling Jackie Robinson everything but a child of God, and they're in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. So it's, it's just like you know what I'm saying. Like to me, hell, even even Shula's Joe Jackson. He should be in it. Pete, Pete, Pete freaking Rose should be in the Hall of Fame. Once again, he helped the game grow. Like, and, 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 they, and I, I, I said this to somebody the other day. I said, we're treating David Ortiz like he was fucking Brady Anderson. And I, I, I don't like that. I don't fucking like that. Just because Brady Anderson had one great season. One great season. And 50 home runs when he was in Baltimore. I get it. You know, but it's just like don't don't make it seem like this man was was Brady Anderson or uh, I'm trying to think of some like or even even a guy that was his teammate for a few years like he's not fucking Josh Reddick like don't 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 disrespect him don't no, don't I'm, do that don't do I'm, that I'm, like I'm, I'm like I'm sorry you still from from eye to ball you still got to hit that motherfucker and he yep. did that 541 times yeah it's great for 541 like, times so great it's for just like 23rd like, all time. Dude. Right, so it's just like come, come on. So it's just like I, I mean, are we, are we serious? And once again, five hundred used to be that magic number. It's not as much now because guys are just hitting it. It's ridiculous, but <laughs> it's like, but five hundred used to be that magic number. Yeah, with, with Eddie Murray and uh, uh, some other guys, Fred McGriff. Yeah, Fred McGriff. Yeah, so you know, it's like come, come on. Here's the thing. Again, yeah, it's it's ridiculous, man. It's, it's trash. I think that they all use steroids. I think they all use performance enhancing drugs. I, cool, I do think that. Cool. We, Cool. But, but but if that's the reason why you're saying that two people are, are, are out and we all can just we'll just all assume that all three of those people did it. Who benefited the most from using steroids and out of those three? I would argue it would be David Ortiz. He didn't play a position. He didn't have a natural swing at all, by the way. Like it, was, it wasn't God's gift to swing like Ken Griffey or even Barry Bonds, right? It was an unorthodox swing. That required power, and he stayed. And he was powerful consistently. Yes, but the argument can be made that the baseball writers let him in because he was a media darling, and not because they that his name or his sample was leaked, and that it, and they're going to discredit it because it was leaked. Great, that's fine. But as a DH, you benefit more from using PEDs and. He started using when he was team when he was teammates with Manny. Sure, but no, sure, but it's like to me, yeah, the DH thing. Okay, I, I, I hear you. It's, it's, it's him and Edgar Martinez. There's, there's no one, uh, like, there's no one else to even talk about what the DH position. Frank Thomas. Right? Frank Thomas played first base though too. He played first base, but I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not looking at anyone else. But you know, but if you want to put him in there, fine. Like Frank Thomas was also a beast. But like I said, I, I think about it, he also played uh, first base. But listen. If guys like Tim Raines are in, Harold Baines is in, don't Jeff tell Bagwell. me. Jeff. Yeah, Bagwell. Yeah. You know, you know, another another former wrestler. We got drafted by us. But yeah, but it's like, come, come on. Come on. Like, don't don't tell me that Roger Clemens and, and Barry Bonds are all in favor. Yeah. 
the media thing that absolutely played a part in it. And in some sometimes I do wish that they they had played uh you know that they had played the game a little bit because you can you should not have a Hall of Fame without those guys. Now, great, they can still get written in. I get that. I forget the process, but they can still get written in. They can still find a way. It's not going to be the same. But the what? The Veterans Committee. Sorry. Yeah, the Veterans. Yeah. So it's just like that. That to me, ha- that that needs to happen because it's like come come on, listen. Uh, from from oh, listen that 2001 season when he had 73 bombs, like 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 da 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 like uh, Carl Ravish on Baseball Tonight, and I remember this like. This man, they was on it every night showing something this man was doing. He hits it high. He hits it deep. It's all in here. All in here. Like, then you heard right. it every night. That was every night. That was, uh, you know, I, uh, I don't know the, the Giants guy that does the games, but I thought that was a pretty good impression. But, but, that, but that, that's, really, that's really what was going on. Like, every, everybody was tuning in. And even in 07, when he passes Hank, when he, when he hit for 755, I think against San Diego, you know, it, it, it's a bomb in the center field. Like, this man helped grow the game. The eyes were on San Francisco. The game, like, people wanted to see what he was going to do on a nightly basis. Like, same thing with Washington Clemens. The man had three 20 strikeout games in Boston. I think one was against Seattle. I think of the other two, the other ones against Detroit. So I'm just like, yo, this, this man performed. Got to Toronto and performed. Got to New York, still performed. Like, what? Are, what are we talking about? And I, I don't yes. care. I don't care what he put in the system. I, I don't. I don't care. The man did what he had to do to stay on the field. And if y'all, if you can't understand that as someone who didn't make it past fucking high school baseball, like just, just get over it. Get, get over it. Get, get over. Uh, it, it, it's ridiculous. Sorry, sorry. I, I got into my Kyrie Irving mode. Like, damn it. Like, it, it's ridiculous, man. Here's what I'll say, right? I, I just have two points um, b- before before we're done with this. My, you said like, what needs to change? If if, if the answer to the question, if you're going to grade people on PEDs, if the answer to the question is, was this player a Hall of Famer without them before we started using them? If the answer is yes, they have to get in. You have to let them in because if that's the only reason that you're grading them, then they pass. Because what, when I say that, Barry Bonds from the year. 1992 to the year 2004 did not hit below 34 home runs in a season for 12 straight years. He averaged 34 or more home runs per season. And I think in six of those years, he hit more than 40. Once he hit 73, the man was a, what an eight time gold glove winner that he could play defense. He was, he was the, the only member they literally made a club for him. It was a 500-500 club. 500 home runs, 500 stolen bases. Batman should be in the Hall of Fame. Roger Clemens should be in the Hall of Fame. What, what needs to change? They need to remove the human element out of it because now, and I think what you do outside of your profession, as long as you don't hurt people or animals or you really cause any grief to anybody, right? It shouldn't affect how people look at you for what you do in your in your profession. That's what I would say. If you are a, if you cheat, I don't care. Like, is Tiger Woods not going to be in the Hall of Fame because he cheated on his wife? Doubt it. She took a seven iron yeah, to but his that, face. That's, that's five hundred million dollars, and it, and he was a success, a success story again. Right, I'm, and I'm not mad at for that. So I do the same shit. But no, but I, <laughs> but I, no, but I, that's 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 my issue though. And, you know, we had him on the show and there's some others that, you know, think like him. 
Um, Chubbo Dan. But it's just like, you know, they, they, they think this way. It's just like, yo, like. But he's fair. They he's fair. He's a Hall of Famer. He's a Hall of Famer. But he's not inconsistent. He's not like people who. So the, I, I, I guess. Wrong, I, he's wrong. I, he's, he's, he's wrong. That's why he's wrong. They Here's received the, the Hall of Famer. Manny Vermeer is a Hall of Famer. Period. But, but, to, but what Dan did uh, and what others didn't is Shaughnessy made a, a, a blanket statement. If you ever used, I'm not going to vote you in. That's, that's his stance. There were 40, there were 40 writers that voted for Ortiz that did not vote for Clemens or Bonds. What stance do you have? Because it ain't about it. Not, not you, about them. Because it, it, it ain't about PEDs. It's about who was nice to you. That's it. That's it. Well, I mean, we all know that Bonds was a jerk. We know, we know that. We know that. No, he was a jerk. Regardless, you, you tuned in to watch the man play every night, you know? And once again, we talked about, we talked about post seasons and I get it. You know, the man was getting, you know, he was getting, uh, intentionally walked with the patient load. I get that, but if we want some, yeah, if we want some post seasons, it's not even fucking close. It's not Barry close. Bonds, I mean, his best postseason was 2002. Uh, he was, he was excellent in that World Series against the Angels. Like people forget about that. Like he played a well, yeah, because they they lost. Yeah, it's a sex. Yeah, yeah but, but he yeah. played so well. But up until that point, he was a choker. Like yeah. he was terrible in in, in Pittsburgh's uh, uh, NLCSs and and whatever and their deep playoff runs. He was notoriously bad. Towards the end of his career, he got better, and he was fire that year. But yeah, I think listen. When I say, when you see me post that, that it's embarrassing that David Ortiz is in and that Bonds and Clemens aren't, I'm not saying Ortiz shouldn't have been in. I'm saying that those other two deserve to be there as well. Yeah, and and, and that, that's how we're, that's how we're ending. So so from from Money Mike Margangelo, I'm Rashawn Buchanan for executive producer Craig Alessandro. This has been missing the point. We'll see you next time. Peace. Hey guys, it's Miriam Love here. And I want to share something very special with you. Check out my new release, All In, the Spanish remixes, out now on Electric House Records. And always remember, be love, share love, all love. Available now wherever you listen to music. Yes.